0: Welcome back to joystick and mouse, video game news and reviews for all of you filthy casuals out there. I go. I am Alex. I go by Cross in the gaming community. Um, and with me in the studio, holy cow! I haven't seen studio. you guys. Like, I don't. I don't remember when the last time I saw you guys uh, in person. No, I, I'm kidding. I see you guys regularly. It's been a whole week. I know. It's been a whole week. <laughs>
1: I have Don, a.k.a. Diddy. Howdy,
0: folks. And there's Jay Dimes.
1: Happy almost New Year.
0: Happy almost New Year's. All right, we got Tim here. Um, Thank you to everybody in chat, by the way. We are celebrating 60 episodes, and not only are we celebrating 60 episodes, we're celebrating the end of a year and a decade today. So today we're going to be talking about some of the biggest news, looking back at some of the biggest news topics over the course of 2019. Um, and then we're also going to talk about some of the best games over the course of this decade. And we're going to talk about what our favorite games were. Um, and if you're in chat as well, um, go ahead and chime in. I uh, would love to, to to hear you guys uh, chiming in on this. Now, before we do that, guys, how was the holidays? Merry Christmas. How was that? Was that it fun? It was good. It was good. Yeah. yeah? Anything uh, exciting that you guys got?
1: I got a gazebo to cover... My grilling space, nice. And if anybody would like to come over and help you put it together, yeah, help us put it together, <laughs> feel free. I'll cook. Okay, when pick, do you when do you need a you weekend, to come over, dude, and we'll come over and do it. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um.
1: I don't
0: know. Oh, I'm busy. Ah, oh, shit. Sorry. Damn it. Oh, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You say the word, dude. We'll we'll be right over, man. We'll um, be right over. Um. I got
2: podcasting equipment. Got a new audio interface. Got some lights. Good. Got some stuff. To- yeah to do more podcasting with good
0: times. good, good times. yeah i ended up getting um got a bunch of cool little gadgets i got a uh, I got a, a, a hot sauce making kit oh nice kind of excited about that it was something I, like i wasn't expecting and deanna uh got me that and i was like this is so rad something else to destroy my stomach but that it's great you all will
1: love we'll have to br- i'll have to bring it and we can use it next time vanessa got me a portable smoker Oh, nice. so like you can use it to like make like smoked drinks.
0: Ooh. Oh, that so sounds we can really make, cool. Like, smoked
1: old fashions. Oh,
0: I like that.
1: Mm, yeah, right? Nice. Or you can also smoke cheese with it.
2: I saw somebody was doing smoked martinis, which sounds just amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She and she got me a bunch of different like woods with little wood chips hmm. to go. I got
2: eat. something you you would have appreciated. It's it's a it's called DC. Uh, Unlimited DC Universe icons. It's oh, it's nice. a Jim Lee book. Yeah. Oh my God. It's She got gore- the new one.
1: Vanessa got me there's an there's an older version of the book that Vanessa got me maybe three years ago. Yes. Yeah, the new book is kind of the same book with some additions. Because I almost bought it until somebody told me it was very it was very similar. Yeah, that Jim Lee. That's that's, that's really that's, nice. That's, that's good art in there.
2: Yeah absolutely be- and it's and it's oversized too so yeah. the it's really big yeah, good, and bold is yeah really nice
1: book. love Jim Lee favorite yep. artist
0: love it yeah and i ended up uh, i got a couple games um i got death stranding and then i got pokemon sword and uh i've been streaming a bit of pokemon sword here on twitchtv slash is it sword
1: or sword and shield
0: well you have two sword. two versions oh there's two different two games yeah okay. so so i got the sword version um, uh, the obviously better version. Um, don't at me. Yeah, and nobody I know got
2: got shield. <laughs> Everybody I know got sword.
0: Uh, because it is the superior game by by every stretch. Yeah, of the but we need
2: somebody, <laughs> one of us, to get it. Actually, <laughs> shield <laughs> is
0: shield. The the difference there's um some differences in the gyms that you fight. Um, there are some differences in the Pokemon that show up. Uh otherwise it's very similar so Will
1: got a lot of cash for Christmas so he might want to buy
0: I Got $102. Got $102, Man, Damn,
1: boy.
0: A Yeah. Will is here in uh in in studio with us. Um he's been on the show. He's also yee sings in in our yeah, chat room. Yeah, ig-
2: ignore the hand that. No.
0: <laughs> so we're, so I have been enjoying Pokémon's uh Sword though quite a bit. Uh I I have I have said for a long time that I've wanted a console level Pokemon game. We got let's go Pikachu. It was fine. This though is the game I've been waiting for since I was a kid. This game's really good. It seriously is. And, And death stranding, by the way, I totally get why people love and hate that game. Yes. Totally get it. It is a very interesting game. And I have to say though, I do love it. I think the aesthetic is great. The story is really different. Unique. Yeah, really different. The gameplay is different. Everything about that game is different. Um, it is not groundbreaking by any stretch of the imagination, but it does make you rethink the way that you play games. Um, so I, I think that it's very cool. It's one game that I am purposely not streaming. And that is only because I owed myself something that I can just sit and rather than like entertaining people, I can just entertain myself. And like, I just experienced that. And, and that has been a, a really big treat for me. So instead now I'm, I'm treating the world to Pokemon sword, uh, as, as something to, to watch, but this has been a, this has been a real treat playing death stranding. Um, I talked to my cousin, he hated the game. Um, but he's also very much like a Action, you know, action. But this is more of like a. I've never been so relaxed playing a video game.
2: It's very <laughs> relaxing. Death I it didn't really hate is. It. it. It's it's a good game. Yeah. I mean, it just. Uh, I found it a little repetitious after yeah. a bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um And so I think it's one of those games where you play it for a little while, you put it away, mm-hmm. you come back and you play it for a little while more. And then you put it away. Yep. And then you, you know, and you do you do that four or five times, and eventually you'll get to the end of it. But I definitely see it as a game you come back to.
0: Yep, I agree
2: because it was fun enough that that you want to come back, and, and it's got a great story. The, yeah, the, behind the story behind it is really good. It's
0: very cool. It's very cool. Will, what do you think about the
1: game? Have you played it?
0: Yeah, thumbs up. He's giving it a thumbs up. Uh, so, so yeah, a lot of fun.
1: I also got the new Star Wars game. Oh, Ooh, Jedi
0: Fallen Order. Fallen yeah. Order.
2: Thoughts?
1: I haven't started playing it yet. Okay.
2: I actually, Xbox one. I started back through Fallen Order again. Did you? Yeah. What brought you back to that game? Um, I wanted to. I when I played it the first time, I just did the main quest. I did the main one, and and went through. And I wanted to try and do a little bit more of it. I wanted to experience some more of the
0: mm-hmm. of the game
2: because I really enjoyed the gameplay. Hmm. Um. And again, I thought it it had a great narrative to it. Yep. Um, And it was, it was, it really was that Star Wars game we always wanted. Yep. wasn't perfect, wasn't great, but it was definitely good.
0: Yeah. And so, Patrick Beja and I talked a bit about this. That game has so much goodness going on with it. the the, there were very there were these very little things with that game that I felt were really inconvenient, like having to run back to the same place over and over again. Um, the times that I loved the game were where they surprised me. Mm-hmm. And they did that in little ways. Uh, I don't want to say too much in front of J Dimes because he hasn't played it too much um, or has seen too much of the game. But when they surprised me, that's when I loved the game. And, and, I, and, and I say like an emphatic, like, I loved that game. But when I found myself repeating the same thing over and over again,
1: mm-hmm.
0: eh, but that's where they have an opportunity to improve. They've already started the investment of hiring new developers for another game in that series, which I think is great. Uh, yeah. I'm
2: so, very excited to see the next game.
1: Let's so do it. Are they moving away from respawn for the next game? No,
0: respawn's no, doing respawn. it. Oh, yep. Okay. Yep. Respawn's Good. doing it.
1: So, uh, like we I talked about, to trust Vince.
0: I, events I, I, yeah, I, I would say that it I was cautiously optimistic going into this and I still remained at that expectation level. It didn't surpass my expectations by any means. Okay. It was very enjoyable though. Nope. I did have a good but time. But it didn't
2: with it. disappoint us either, which yep. was good.
0: Yep. Agreed. So, uh, like we talked about, we got some some reminiscing to do gents uh we're going to talk a little bit about some of the the news topics that were the biggest news topics from this year and then we're going to dive into some of our favorite games from this decade so here's the news it's time for the news (laughs) all right we're going to jump right into things with uh the biggest video game news of 2019. This was a really great article, actually. Um, so kudos to Diddy for finding this. Uh, this is an article from GameSpot talking about a look back on some of the biggest video game news of 2019. Um, one, and this actually really reminded me of like a lot of stuff that I've forgotten about, like this I, one right here.
2: I forgot about a bunch of this.
0: Yeah, stuff, like but... Bungie l- left Activision Blizzard. So one thing that, that was... Uh, and by the way, like, I thought this was like a couple of years ago, but it really just happened recently. So if you guys remember, um, uh, uh, what is it? The I was about to say The Division 2, but that's something else. <laughs> Destiny, um, you know, had, had a bit of a rocky launch, right? And so I think that we have... Uh, a, a different situation. Now they've won a game award. That community is, uh, the community team has won a game award for doing a lot better with that game. Um, but it was, it was really tough at first. So, um, you know, one of the things that they say in this article that we're reading, and you can get this in the show notes, if you're listening to the podcast version, uh, breakups can be messy, but when Bungie and Activision went splitsville, things seemingly only improved on the consumer side. In the wake of the breakup, Destiny 2 became uh came to Steam, ending its battle net exclus- exclusivity, while Bungie began allowing cross-platform save migration, which we here at GameSpot found to be a wonderful, helpful, and consumer-friendly service. In branching out on its own, Bungie now has full control over the direction of Destiny. You could say that they're writing their own Destiny.
1: Oh! Oh, right?
0: Oh. I could I could write for uh the Washington if, Post. If
2: you are listening to the audio, uh, he's getting the stare
0: of death currently. <laughs> yeah, just look at them. Look at them. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Um, <laughs> I see him on DC in, uh, in the in the, in the chat. <laughs> stop. Delete your account. Um, but I, I think that that was a really smart decision. Too many times we see a lot of these, these developers, like Bungie... Uh, it does really great stuff on their own. Um, I, I think that they have an opportunity to like be revitalized, and we've seen that towards the end of this year. And I, and I think that that w- award was really uh, worthwhile. So, so, so now you awesome.
1: said they they do really great stuff on their own. They did really great stuff with Microsoft.
0: They did.
2: Did yeah. they
1: do anything? Other, I mean, post Microsoft, have they done anything other than Destiny?
0: Um, no. No. No, but I mean, Destiny what, is wildly successful, dude. Uh, well, okay. So, what is it about EA that
2: makes them so bad? Is it just that nobody that knows games runs the company, or what? Where do EA come from?
1: I know, right? I was Activision. And, oh no, Activision.
2: Oh, sorry, Activision. What is it? Well, I put EA and Activision in the same. Boat. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What is it about those companies that they just don't? get
1: it i don't well, know man okay so i think ubisoft has a problem with quality assurance in games right they tend to rush stuff to the market activision to me seems to have a creativity issue but they continuously make truckloads of money on the properties that they put out yeah it's true
2: it's just something about the two companies though that it's just
1: it's almost like... But we as consumers continue to freaking eat it up. I mean, actually, I think EA's kind of paying for it now. I mean, think about it. what What's what's EA's... I mean, what's their big game right now? Anthem. Anthem Star Wars. Uh, yeah, Star Jedi
0: Wars. freaking Jedi Fallen Order. Fallen yeah. Order. I mean,
1: it's one. I mean, it's one game. They're a big studio.
0: I mean, they still got Madden. They've got FIFA. Those games. They've over. got all those
2: sports games that, yeah. that make... Yeah. money money. hand over fist it's just ridiculous money those games bring. but
0: i think that this is uh this is a good story of how things have gotten have gone the right direction during a kind of a potentially messy breakup like this could have ended really badly but here they are like destiny 2 is doing great um people love playing that game um, I enjoyed it when I played it for a little That's bit. The one on I've Stadia. been playing off of Stadia, oh, it cool. and
2: it's it's a lot of fun. It's a good game. Yeah.
0: But let's uh, let's keep going through some of these stories that were some of the top ones from the past year. Uh, Apex Legends becomes the next battle royale hit. Has this caught everybody nowhere. by surprise. Yeah, have
2: we have we thought that this has surpassed uh, Fortnite as the game to play now?
0: In in no. my opinion, I mean, it's a better. I think it's a better. Will, Willie says no. It's think, a better battle royale. I think the
1: masses still play more Fortnite than they do Apex. It's
0: oh yeah, the masses sure. What's what's that, Willie? It's better.
1: Well, Apex is better than Fortnite, but everyone still plays Fortnite.
0: Yeah, Apex is better than Fortnite, but everybody plays Fortnite. I mean, that's that's exactly right. I mean, in my opinion, I think that it's a Apex is a better game, but that's. That's coming from somebody that hates the building mechanic in Fortnite.
1: But also Apex is not available, I think, is widely I mean you can play Fortnite on your phone, you can play it on Switch, you can play it on your computer, True. You can play it on no. a console, play it on your PC. I don't think you get that breadth in Apex. The only thing you don't get is on your phone. Phone. But there's a lot of phone players.
0: Yeah. Is Apex on mobile platforms? Uh yeah. Uh no. No, we just said no. No, it's not. Um so let's look at this at this article one of the things that i remember when we talked about this earlier this year if we were to go back down memory lane here one of the things that we talked about was uh how uh what what did they just come out with they just came out with a game they just came out with anthem when they launched apex you remember that Mm -hmm. yeah that's right i think that apex is the only saving grace for them at that period of time uh and apex came out of nowhere man Respawn continues to kill it for, for EA.
1: Respawn, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the deal is with them and EA, but you know, maybe wonder if two years from now we're talking about them doing the same thing Bungie did and just like yeah, maybe go out on go out on. I don't know. Own.
2: I don't know if Respawn has the resources to pull that IP like Bungie did.
1: Well, if you remember, Titanfall was wholly produced by respawn and they just distributed through ea um i mean i don't know i don't know what the what the coffers look like but i mean yeah that's that's the big question where'd the money flow but you feel i I feel like i feel like at this point if if respawn wanted to go out on their own they they'd find oh my god
0: they would they would kill it and that's that that goes back to the whole bungee conversation right like yeah i don't know um, let's talk about another, another topic that came up Activision and EA layoffs. So big, this was a big topic. You remember like all those people, all those community managers that lost their job, especially like thinking about you and me, Don, uh, we play a lot of blizzard games, mm-hmm. um, Play. We heard of a lot of World of Warcraft, uh, Heroes of the Storm, Hearthstone community folks that have been really good to the gaming community. Uh, that were let go. A lot of programmers, people like that. Um, so since then, uh, a lot of them have kind of like landed and stuff. I, I know that some others are still kind of looking for jobs. But uh, that was that was a pretty brutal time.
2: It was. Uh, I I found it really interesting though that that at the same time they were laying people off, they were hiring people. For other I know. other games. That's a big issue. And, and I'm like, couldn't you have just moved them? <laughs> I mean, I work for a company that does this all the time. And and, and the company I work for is, is ex- usually exceptional about finding a spot for somebody when a
1: contract ends.
2: Right. They're really, really good about that. You know how you build goodwill as a company? <laughs> you take and care of your you, people. You take care of your people.
1: Can I tell you, I'm surprised that with this story being on the list, that Telltale is not on this list.
0: Yeah, and yeah. I, I would say, I, I this is, I'm glad you brought that up because this harkened back to that whole conversation, and that just comes back to the, I think the, the how dynamic this industry is. Like so many people, like in and out of these companies. Having a job, losing a job. Um, I follow a lot of content creators that are in this video game space too, just making content um, on behalf of bigger companies that are like losing their jobs and getting new jobs. Some some specific people come to mind. Um, It was a tough year for a lot of people. It was a really really tough year. It
2: was a very tough year for a lot of people, and I know that this industry, the video game industry in general, is very transient. People move around all the time it's contract here and then that contract's done they take a contract to somebody else to do something
1: else it's a lot like right. government but, contract yeah <laughs> it's
2: it's a lot of it's a lot of moving around 16 months on this one you know yeah. a year on that one yeah kind of
0: thing yeah they took her jobs as rishi says in the chat room they took her jobs uh let's talk about google stadia entering the streaming space uh, I remember, and I want to talk about Jay Dimes walking <laughs> into this basement here, my studio, saying, "Guys, I got I got uh beta access to this Google Cloud streaming beta thing." Remember that? Mm-hmm. I do. What was uh, What was going through your mind at that point, Jay Dimes?
1: I was very skeptical um, that they would be able to have the infrastructure to make it work, and then I played whatever assassin's creed odyssey yeah i yep. forget what they were calling it at the time
0: uh it, it was uh a uh, project stream project streaming yeah, pro- project like yeah uh, something like that remember
2: and, i remember what it was yeah. called
1: and assassin's creed played wonderfully in that beta uh i didn't i didn't have any problems no latency issues nothing like that um and so I kind of felt like, oh, maybe they got it. Mm, they know got
0: it. I mean, I don't want to say that <laughs> they know. don't
1: got it, because some people have a really great experience with Stadia. But uh, but like, everybody should have a great experience with Stadia. Yeah. Right? Like, if you meet the minimum requirements they, they set out, yeah. you should have a great experience. I mean, I've talked about it, it here. It seems like that's not what's happening.
0: Gig up and down in this house, mofos. And I was dealing with stuttering. Yeah. it's screwed up on a gig if, if you can't get it right on a gig up and down and i tested it oh i got at at, at, at its worst 950 up and down it was any anyway. 500 up and down should be enough yeah anyway um so so the uh the uh, let's see um where was i on this article Oh, after closed beta, Stadia launched to the public in the United States in November, and we talked about that quite a bit here at this sh- at the, on this show. Uh, lineup of twenty two games, including Red Dead Redemption two and Destiny two. The service didn't get off to the best start, like we talked about, as most critics bemoaned the pricing structure that requires users to pay per game instead of all you can eat mo- uh, model like Netflix or Xbox Game Pass. Not only that, but there was a report that said pre orders were below expectations bingo um it was it was late showing up and then it didn't quite work as expected i mean granted we we kind of came into this thing and this is another thing that patrick and i talked about on his show pixels you should go listen to it um he we talked about how you know understanding this is very early on in the uh in the life cycle of this technology coming out from google um but it also just doesn't quite feel like they put their best foot forward for a number of reasons. So I encourage you guys to go back and listen to some of that content um, over at, uh, you can go to joystickandmouse.com. We have a whole episode where we talked about um, Stadium. So uh,
2: Yeah, you know what? I don't know why I'm surprised. I don't know why we were surprised. Has, has Google ever launched anything that wasn't just an unmitigated disaster? <laughs> i mean i i, I mean, don't uh, i don't know why we're surprised yeah, I, <sighs> you know, gmail know.
1: gmail never had any issues
0: gmail never had any issues
1: you're no, wrong
2: but, no but do you know what when gmail started they did exactly the same thing they gave us gmail but it didn't it had like a third of the things that they said it would have in it yeah when they launched
0: rishi uh, says google search google search worked great from day one <laughs> <laughs>
1: Google search. Um hangouts and circles work. They just never got the traction.
0: Yeah, Sam yeah, on says just, it was in beta for ten years
1: was a Google Gmail. Voice. Still a great service. Yeah. No, no, they they,
0: they have decent services. Um and, and actually somebody in the chat had mentioned uh guilt. Sam uh in chat said guilt. That was a good game. Um I, I still haven't beaten it. It's a fun game. Um you had to
2: pay for it though, right? I did, yeah. It yeah, was like it forty bucks, great. and
0: um, that—that's the only game that I bought on Stadia, and it's—I'd say it's worth the forty dollars. Uh, it definitely had some hiccups here and there, uh, but I streamed a little bit of it. Uh, it should be back in the backlogs of this Twitch channel if anybody wants to check it out. Uh, it, but that—that that was really to kind of further market research: what works well, what doesn't work well. On this platform um and so i really i am hoping that stadia becomes a really viable service i want them to overcome some of the the user issues that they were taught that we were just talking about where people were dealing with the hiccups sure i also want to think that in the future when we're paying for a subscription we're going to get games with that rather than just monthly free games uh, i'm thinking like a catalog. Uh,
2: I, a catalog i would hope i would hope so eventually yeah. i mean So I
0: would even pay more than fifteen dollars if that meant that I got my four K streaming capability, that I got my, um
2: yeah, if I got a catalog of games to go with it, and a a catalog, yeah, um like Xbox, yeah, man, that Xbox that 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 pass is phenomenal. It is.
1: How much was your your Stadia hardware?
2: What Was it hundred thirty dollars,
0: something like that? Hundred
2: twenty. Now let let me ask you a question. Uh huh. $130
1: $130 for Stadia.
2: Didn't have to be, though. You don't have to buy the controller and the thing to... to yeah. but just just we, hear we, me out. we did that okay. to get in early. You yeah.
1: can spend $130 for Stadia hardware. Or you can spend 150 bucks and get a brand new Xbox One.
0: I'm, I mean, but this goes yeah. back to what Don is saying, right? Like... You're still spend we, we paid one hundred twenty
1: bucks for the for the library of games. Yeah, but we paid
2: one hundred thirty dollars to get in early. That, that's why we did it. I mean, it, but yeah.
1: if I went to go buy the hardware now, I'm going to pay about the same price, right?
0: Um, that's a good question because that was like the founder edition thing. So I don't I don't know the answer to that. Yeah,
1: I but. think that's I think that was just an extra color. I I feel like if you just buy it now, I think they still charge you one hundred thirty dollars. Yeah. I, my my point is, I just think if they're if the service isn't going to work well or consistently. I think they've got a hard road against ensconced hardware, Mm -hmm. with probably a better service attached to it. Mm -hmm. I
2: will say this: I have I've had hiccups on Stadia, but I've also had hiccups on on other games. Yeah, you know we're we're all fine. You know, like even playing WoW. Every once in a while, you'll hit a lag and.
0: You throw I mean, thirty-seven sure, spells and then they all go though. off at once. I think fundamentally it's different, and and what I'll what I'll just end it on is just that it's a. It, I think ultimately it comes down to a a platform expectation with WoW. You're dealing with an internet latency issue that could be multifaceted, whereas you know it could be your home network. It could be they're having an issue with the server, which is pretty yeah rare to be honest. But when Google Stadia is all about delivering 4k video content to you consistently with like what should be very little to no lag that they're promising. and then it does that for every 15 minutes. <laughs> like that's that's where it's a it's more a compounding issue. Um, but let, let's talk about some of the other topics that were really big this year. Reggie, oh man Reggie filling me from uh, from from Nintendo. He retired. That was sad. That was a sad day. Right? Like, I mean, you, you're over here like shrugging. I, I, I just... don't know who
1: Reggie is. Bro.
0: Reggie. Reggie. Reggie Phillip. What? Hold on. Re- uh, wait.
1: Uh, hold on. Reggie.
0: Hey, this you guy. got credit this for, guy.
1: The u- for the use of the word in Scots, but it was me.
0: Look, <laughs> this guy right here. Reggie. <laughs> From uh, from Nintendo, he was the president of Nintendo mm. America. He left the company, put Doug Bowser in charge.
1: Never seen that dude a day in my life,
0: bro. What?
1: Nope.
0: Oh, killing me. No. Anyway, that was sad. He. I know he, what he Phil lucked.
1: Spencer looks like, but not Reggie.
0: Also, next gen consoles come into focus. Here we are at the end of 2019, and we're talking all about. And this is something that we've we've covered a lot on this show a lot of new consoles on the horizon for 2020. Well, we have uh Xbox uh the the Series X. Um thing see, that's coming re- out.
2: I just would like to say that's a really bad name.
0: Well, they've talked about that name. So it's not it's not it's going to be just called Xbox. But there's but a they, variety of of offerings to they, it called it, Series. They put out the
2: 1X and then said, "Okay, we're going to call our next one X." Series no, 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 but, it,
1: but it's not. It's just, it's just, they've talked about that. It's, it's just, Series X. It's, so when that thing comes out, it might be X something. It might be X Ultra, but X Ultra is a part of Series X. Right. So all of the, because all of the existing Xbox One, X Xbox Ones. See, it's go confusing. In and, yeah. <laughs> XSX. XSX. I'm sure that by the time we get this new box, they will have worked out a nomenclature. Mm -hmm. thing i mean it's just like they've done with the iphones
0: it's a tower of sex it looks great
1: yeah i love the tower tower of sex towers of x
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh um so (laughs) oh oh, you know this is this is important let's talk about let's talk about this one um loot box changes oh god uh (laughs) This has been kind of like a tumultuous thing over a number of years, but it really came to a head this year with a lot of companies kind of shifting the way that they think about can, loot boxes. Can I
1: have a grumpy old man moment? Okay,
0: hold on. Yes, yes, you can. Hold on. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> they say I'm a grumpy old man. Go ahead. I've never seen people complain so much about something that seems so unimportant.
2: I, I You can play it again. <laughs> right, hold on. <laughs>
1: They say I'm a grumpy old man. I'm with him. Like, either Who spend cares? the money or don't. Yeah. Who cares? Now, listen. If, if, if the loot box gives you an advantage in PvP, then I'll give you a little bit of cushion. But at the end of the day. But it was all cosmetic crap. It's all cosmetics. <laughs> Listen, it gives you an extra hammer. Whatever. Like, I'm out here playing Division Two and they're nerfing guns that we earned. Like, I I don't care if you get an extra gun because you so, pay for it. Here's here's what they're saying,
0: okay? If you remember, this uh, will be an ongoing story as there are many who believe loot boxes are teaching children to gamble at a young age. They're grooming children to normalize gambling activity by encouraging speculative transactions where you
1: don't know what you're going to get. You know what UK else teaches, officials Have you seen teaches my children freaking... to gamble? Mama and daddy playing the lotto. Yeah. Have you seen my freaking
2: <laughs> boss, that boss drop RNG and <laughs> and WoW? Oh,
0: that's true. You're dealing with Holy... a lot of that.
2: I, I, it's that's part of the game yeah it's part of it it's part of playing a video game is you're gonna get some loot and you it's looked up off some table and what you about, have no what, idea what, what you're about gonna the get box
1: and zombies in call of duty what was that box called the little box where the you cargo could, crates no 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 no. you like had to save up points and then you could go buy something from the box but it would just randomly give you a gun no in the zombie mode on yeah, Call of Duty? Welcome to video games.
0: It's, you know... Okay. So, uh more fun to have in the future with loot boxes.
1: Yeah. It's just, it's been, it, you know what loot boxes one. teach you? Sometimes you don't get what you want. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, what they there, teach, there you that's there, what teach you. That's what a loot box you. There it is. Sometimes you don't <laughs> get what you want. <laughs>
2: it a do.
0: It a do. Yeah, that's good. I like well, that. Welcome to life. <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh And then finally, this was a big one, Blizzard in Hong Kong. Uh So did you uh, want to take us back through oh, this one? Boy.
2: Um, this was the, so. If, as we all remember, the the crap that's going on in Hong Kong with the Chinese government cracking down on the protesters, um, and then somebody, I I understand Blizzard's position. No, nope. I just think that they handled it exceptionally poorly.
0: Yep. At the time, they At they the time. they had a. Uh, as you yep. guys remember, they uh, banned a player from Hearthstone uh, who had just won a lot of money. They became like the world champion sort of situation. They uh, blitz Chung, right? Blitz yep. Chung, um, yep. and uh, that that caused a huge stir because of you know lack of free speech, all the efforts against Hong Kong. Just Google that if you're not familiar with what's going on there. But lots of human rights issues, and uh, I I think that what we've seen is kind of a a change in tone over the past several months from blizzard and we've seen uh what that has what some of the the vocalizing of that has done for um kind of the way people think about expressing freedom of speech in video games this isn't going to be the last time that we hear about one of these situations uh in fact i'm anticipating as the esports scene grows just like we've seen in NFL with people, play, you know, players taking the knee, whatever f- form of free speech that you're taking, uh, we're, we're going to see more of that uh, in the esports arena. Certainly, especially with uh, a, a huge portion of players being from China, um, that that's just gonna we're going to see more of of that.
2: I think so. Okay. Oh. This isn't any different than any other professional sports league in the world. Yep. None of them allow you to make a political statement during a game, during an event. None of them. In the NFL, you get fined for not having the exact uniform that you're supposed to. If you have something written on your shoes, you get fined for it. In baseball, these guys like to write stuff on the inside of their hat, on the bill of their hat. They get fined for that every time they do it. Mm-hmm. It's it. This isn't any different than any other professional sports
1: league. So I'm 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 gonna counter that just slightly. So you look at Colin Kaepernick taking a knee. He didn't get fined for that. Nobody ever got fined for taking a knee. He didn't. He. I mean, he paid a different he price. He paid a different price. But the but yeah. league, in and of yeah. itself, did I, not fine him. I think that it became a problem for him to continue getting work. After a contract, but if he had had a longer contract with the 49ers, he would have never really paid a fiscal price for that unless they cut him.
2: He didn't actually, yes, he was making a political statement, but he didn't actually, it wasn't during the event and it wasn't during, and he didn't
1: actually say anything. He just. So my counter number two would be the general manager for the Houston Rockets, Daryl Morey who actually did make a comment about this during an event. It was while the NBA was in China. Yeah, he got fined for it. No, he did not get fined, and he did not get fired. The NBA said, we will not restrict the free speech of our employees. because And and they lost a ton of money. Did he not get fined? Nope. Like a million dollars for that? He didn't get fined, and he did not get fired. China actually asked the NBA to fire him. And then they would continue to let business go as usual. Well, see the okay. ramification that the league played was that they blacked out all of the Houston Rocket games. They still don't show Houston Rocket games in China. I believe he and should have been fined. No, for what? For he was right. At some point, at some it's point, it's not the point of whether he point, was right or not. You have to that's decide. Not, you that's not the platform to use eh. for that kind of, that kind of thing. I mean, listen. At some point, and, and businesses go either way, but. Some things are right and some things are wrong. You know what I mean. And while you may not like somebody saying something that is right, it's kind of it, it's it's really hard to say I'm gonna find you a million dollars because you said something that was right. Not <laughs> not saying something that's offensive and it's wrong, but he said something that was right. Yep. like it wasn't wrong.
0: Ultimately, ultimately, and this has been just this conversation uh, highlights how this is such a gray area issue where. First of all, things th- this sort of stuff hasn't happened, hasn't been happening long enough in sports. No matter, no matter uh, if it's esports or uh, football, basketball, whatever. So, so much of this is really polarized right now um, that I, I think that it's not going to change. You know, I, I think about like decades ago remember there was some baseball game where somebody against the Vietnam war ran out on the field took tried to burn an American flag on the field you remember that and the baseball player ran over and grabbed it but like those those little like incidents were very sporadic things are becoming way more um people are people are doing way more political like free speech in whatever form or fashion in a variety of different ways and so I, it'll be really interesting to see how these organizations handle it right or wrong uh, but I, I do anticipate that we're going to see it in the next year or so so um so lots of lots of chatter in the chat room about this and i can't <laughs> i can't keep up with it and that's okay that's okay we'll, we'll we'll look at it in a second um next i want to um i want to shift a bit here to the games that were our this is this is hard by the way everybody listening at home we're gonna talk about our favorite oh, we, oh, game. We could,
2: we could talk about about the the ramifications of of Blizzard and Hong Kong. Oh yeah, all that political. All that.
1: Stuff. But <laughs> we could talk about that for hours.
0: <laughs> but we're forty two, or actually, we're not <laughs> yeah. quite forty two minutes. We're we're, like, we, we we're over thirty minutes into that. this. Um, let, let's let's talk about our favorite game from the past decade. Ooh. As of recording this, we are recording this on December thirtieth. Um, so this will release on New Year's Day um let's recap our favorite games from the past decade there's a great article that we got here from Cnet Sorry, the, of all places the article is really good it is it is so the 30 best ranked best video games of the decade ranked um and, and I thought that they count they, they counted a lot of really good games here um so we have uh we have the outer wilds 2019 stardew valley i'm just going to go through these real quick and we can talk about them in a little bit more detail as as after we go through the list and as as you guys are looking at um you know us uh, in in chat here um feel free to chime in we would love to hear your thoughts so stardew valley 29 destiny overwatch dota 2 hotline miami alien isolation dead cells hollow knight the witness league of legends pokemon go gone home which is a awesome game near automata 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 god of war which is you know the new one uh that's the one i think diddy likes the most rayman legends uh the last of us metal gear solid 5 super mario galaxy 2 horizon zero dawn Fortnite, the witcher 3 mass effect 2 bloodborne skyrim now we're at the five the top five okay you ready for this red dead redemption not two not two just red dead redemption portal 2 minecraft dark souls and breath of the wild is number one okay there's a lot to digest there, chat. Um, I, so, first of all, do you guys agree with the number one game pick? This is tough, guys.
1: So the deck was the decade Will doesn't agree. Will, Will over there saying no. 2010, 2010, 2010
0: to
2: 2020. You know, okay. So, so Uh, let's. let's... I don't know if I would agree with that. As, as we don't have what their their criteria is. So, is it the most influential game? Is it the best play? The best story? The best all around? If you want to talk about the best all around game. Uh, it'd be hard to argue against Breath of the Wild. Is that your number one game? No, not even close.
1: It so, is the game that I think I've spent more time playing Breath of the Wild in the decade than I think I did anything else. I mean, Division might be a close second, but I would in no way say that that was the best game uh, I, of the year. Of the decade. Of the decade.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the guys, like, if
0: you guys are, are newer here listening, like uh Jay Dimes loves frickin' Division, like sinks hours into the Division, yeah. the Division 2. Um, people love Zelda Breath of the Wild. Not my number one, but yeah.
1: You know, um, here's one that my first Zelda uh, game
2: that
0: we talked about. uh, We
2: talk about all around, though. It's it's this
0: is this is why the list is tough. And we even talked about some games that were missing from this list, such as the Arkham games that came out in the past decade. Uh, that's that's one Bioshock Infinite. That one was uh,
2: Bioshock kills me that it's not on
0: this list. That kills me that it's not on this list. Hollow Knight is on this list. Hollow Knight is on this list, and and Bioshock Bioshock isn't, yeah. in Persona, okay, I I never played any of the Persona games, yeah. So uh, let so. Oh, oh Ray says Bioshock is greater than Bioshock Infinite. I agree. in in my In my order, it's Bioshock One.
2: Bioshock One. Was and one then Bioshock of the Infinite, and then Bioshock Two. It was.
1: Yeah. Oh, I didn't like Two very much. No. How did How did Alien Isolation get on this game? I don't know anyone that liked that game. Oh uh, man,
0: freaking run jump stomp. Bill over at run jump stomp made me play that game and I almost shit myself on camera. It's not scary. But don't say it's not scary when you haven't played it, I Will. No, we own it. it. I know, I know. I'm just I kidding. Um, so uh, freaking uh, okay, so my number one game on this list Portal 2 my favorite game in the entire decade. I never got into it. He loves Portal I 2 is a love phenomenal Portal. game.
2: Love Not my favorite game on this list.
0: Also, by the way, close second, Gone Home. Yeah. I'm just saying, for, for for me, this is my own personal opinion. And internet, calm down. Because I know all y'all like Breath of the Wild. And that's fine. But you know what? For me, Gone Home. Gone Home. And Portal 2. Curious, uh, what, what do you guys think?
1: Oh, man. Um... I'll get, You go because I, I, I think this, I'm going to shock people here. From this list, Breath of the Breath of the Wild was probably the the best game I played from this list. Breath of the Wild. And, yeah, if I had to pick like the game that like got me the worst this decade, it's probably Spec Ops: The Line, which I know a lot of people didn't play. I, um, like I'm surprised but,
2: the Animal Crossing's not on here.
0: Oh yeah, from a uh, freaking oh, God! How many
2: hours were, did I sink into Animal yeah. Crossing? It's just, and it's just completely mindless. It's like Stardew Valley.
1: It's yeah. just, it's great. It's just yeah. completely mindless. But but Breath of the Wild to me had everything. It had a great story. It had great RNG.
0: There was no, RNG. There's no what? There's not a lot of RNG.
1: Well, I mean, if you use the Amiibos,
0: yeah. there's a lot of
1: RNG. Only time. Yeah, but I mean, it was it was it's pretty kind of fair. Like
0: thing, kind of cool. Um, you know, I just realized like Apex Legends isn't on here. Scardon in the chat was talking about how Apex would be like in his yeah, top see? three. See? Spec,
1: Ops line was a jerk Spec Ops the line is. Listen, if you haven't played Spec Ops the line, it's cheap.
0: Tuto Timmy in chat do says it, that's great.
1: Do yeah. it. Just take give yourself eight nine hours play that game and tell me that your decisions didn't stay with you. Hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, okay. So for me on this list, I've made no bones about it. My favorite franchise ever is God of War. Uh-huh. I it, it's just boy, a phenomenal boy. boy. And this past game was Amazing. I think it was better than Breath of the Wild. I it, but I would agree. I, but, I, I say that too. But for me, it is a very, very close second to um to Mass Effect 2. There mm-hmm. was something about Mass Effect 2 that sucked me in and I played that
0: that's solid dude. almost I know, it's twenty-four
2: good. hours round the clock to beat that game it was so amazing it was and it had everything it, it had relationships and great story and great gameplay and and there was something about that game
1: just the best it was a special game.
0: game that that is a that's a game i have fond memories
1: playing here's another game that's not on here Halo Reach isn't on this list.
0: Ooh, them's fighting words. That is true.
1: Halo Reach is a 2010 release. Halo Reach. Halo Reach is probably one of the top 20 games. It is a great game. It is. I mean, it was. It It was beautiful for its time.
2: I don't think it's in the league of 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 Mass Effect or or. See, I never played any Mass Effect games, so I can't. Oh man! Yeah, but it's it should be on this list for sure. I kept
1: coming back to Halo Reach over and over and. I'm over playing again.
2: Halo Reach now because it's on Xbox know, it's on I,
1: Game Pass. I'm scared, scared like, to see what is it looks like as a remaster. Oh, it's on gorgeous! The X. Oh, it's beautiful.
2: Jeez,
0: <laughs> man! Yeah, there's there's definitely some stuff that like, I think this is. And and somebody in the chat was like, "This is a really solid list with a lot of like indie games that that are mixed in. Into- I think there's a
1: lot of stuff on this list that's too recent. I think there's a lot I would of, agree. i just I was played this, this
0: yeah. lately. I know? was about to say that, and, and there's a very like recent factor to it, right? How like, is
1: Outer Worlds on here, and Halo reaches Outer Wilds out is on outer. here. Wilds. Wilds. Yeah. Outer Wilds. Yeah. How,
2: I, I How is Outer Wilds on here, and not Borderland? yeah. Cause Borderlands? Because Borderlands is a better game than the Outer, outer Worlds. Uh, well, well, Borderlands,
1: Borderlands
2: 2. Is, yeah, I was going to say. Borderlands 2, yeah. Yeah. I think one came out in 2009
0: with the Xbox? Yeah, one came out in 2009. Yeah, something
1: like I that. I didn't play the first Borderlands until I'm sure it was well past 2000. Me
0: and Brian Dunaway played a bit of it and it was, it's one of those games that I I love starting and I never quite get into We're
1: trying it. to finish two so we can <laughs> play three. I beat it. <sighs> the, I haven't beat three. See,
2: I like Borderlands 3. Like I told you, I've been playing forever and I'm only like halfway through. I'm like, this is ridiculous. But it's it's just more Borderlands. Yes, and if, that's you liked, if you like, if you like two, three is just more Borderlands.
1: Yeah, it's, that's enough.
0: Yeah, you know, um, who, who was it? Last of Us. High, so, so Spec Ray and Chats is. I put Last of Us higher just because I like the standards it's set for storytelling in the industry. I would agree. I think that it actually, the Last of Us should be at least top ten, and it's number fourteen uh, on here. And
1: it was one of the most beautiful games. It, it in was that very generation. beautiful. In it chat, was. I'm,
0: I'm sending you guys, if you're in chat, if you're uh, watching live on Twitch, I'm that's, sending you guys. That's why I was wondering, right you,
2: if if we're including how influential a game was, Last of Us is way up there, yeah. Yeah. Um, along oh, totally. with Mass Effect. But see, that was the thing about Mass Effect. It had everything. Yeah. It had it all.
0: Uh, and, you know, if, if you were talking about impactful games, because we were talking about this is one of the, the game okay. award categories, something like um, frickin uh, the the oh God, what's the, the game from Square Enix? It's like a telltale game.
1: No sex. Uh, nope.
0: It's, it's like a telltale game. Hitman? Nope. It's like a telltale game. It's uh, Kingdom Hearts. Life is strange. Life is strange. Thank oh, you. Yeah. You're saying all the games that are not like a telltale game. I know. I was <laughs> just going with Square Enix.
1: <laughs> well, Hitman has been like a telltale game because they've released it episodically. The last two games. Game Killing me. Game. Yeah, no. Killing me. Sorry. <laughs> How about Gears three isn't on this list either?
0: None of the Gears games are
1: on here. Well, Gears 1 and 2 are outside the outside the, the Yeah, the but judgment. No judgment. Nobody should put judgment on Judgment <laughs> 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 didn't is, happen. This it, is it coming just, from a person didn't who happen. loves Gears. <laughs>
0: Scaradon, you know that uh Telltale's coming back, they're releasing uh The Yo. Wolf Among Us 2. Yes, oh Walk- my god, Listen, thank God.
1: How would the how's the Walking Dead saga not I almost? know. You could just take the, all well, those games and put But the first one, I think the That first game. I'm trying to think, did I play I that yeah, that, that first Walking Dead I may have been the first game that made me cry. Here's
2: here's the beautiful Mass Effect, thing. Mass Effect 2. At the end of Mass Effect 2, when you have to de- we have to decide
1: oh man that's that that's how that first walking oh, dead ends man. you gotta make a decision but and i know it hurts. is brutal
0: but here's here's the beautiful thing about this conversation that we just had no matter what there was a plethora of really great games that came out this decade Has this a lot been a
2: of a great decade or what it's
0: been a great decade for gaming um especially with the way games have evolved in the way that we think about playing them in the way that they're produced uh, and the availability of games. Um, think about all the free to play games that are available these days that have become huge hits. Apex legends, uh, mm-hmm. accessibility to games has become tremendously uh, like important to driving this gaming culture. So I think that it's so awesome to to think about what is gonna come in twenty twenty.
2: Yeah, Sam said something I would, I the thought just crossed my mind when it when when he said something that there are no VR games yeah. on here. But then I yeah. thought about it and I'm like, yeah, none of the VR games that I've seen really were. I mean, worth none of
0: them it. are game of the year or like, yeah, like none of them I would put up there as like game of the year material. Yeah. Like Beat Saber is something special, certainly, but
1: none of the Tomb Raider games are on this list.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I would put yeah, the last that first of Us over that. Tomb Raider.
1: That first Tomb Raider game. The first second
0: one were good. Yeah, they were really. That good. was
1: that was like an epic comeback for a series. Like, yeah,
0: that. man, it's been it's been a good decade, gents. It has. Um, Overwatch, is not there Overwatch is Overwatch is on there. On there, yep, it yeah, is on there. Yep. <laughs> so let's uh, let's talk about something that we're uh, looking forward to in this next decade, um, as we look ahead to the next several years, what do you anticipate is going to be the biggest change or, or the biggest thing that, that is really embraced in the video game industry? The Last of Us 2. The Last of Us 2 <laughs> is one very small piece of a much bigger puzzle. I,
1: I think we will see the death of physical game media.
0: I agree. I agree with
2: that. I I think the way that we purchase games will change completely i i think the the paying 60 bucks for a game is done i i I don't see that last i think subscriptions will Mm -hmm. be the future of gaming
0: i agree i also think i also
2: i think we'll get them in smaller chunks though too so i what i think will happen is is that you'll get you'll get the game and you'll get a portion of it so like now we get these big long sagas in a game like god of war well let's take that for example you got this big long saga and you got different realms that you got to go to and that kind of thing mm-hmm. i can see the game being released with the first realm and then another realm released like the Telltale
1: games yeah but, like a tell-tale but game. that'll
2: keep you in the uh, a way to keep you in the subscription
1: yeah. i mean that's kind of what they've done with hitman The last couple games, you know,
2: you. Yeah, I I think the way that we buy games is definitely going to change change. in the next decade.
0: I think that the way we we uh, see games, uh, even even systems, all this very tangible um, tangibleness to our hardware, like all that's going to go away. It's all going to be streaming services. I think by the the, ten years from today, there will certainly be a hardware. Component that you can choose to have, but I think that the the tables. I think that that table will tilt, and we will see more people adopting the streaming capabilities in in all aspects of it.
1: I think we're going to also see one of two things: we're either going to see.
0: Yeah, Sam on DC agrees with me. Um, He just said, "Yeah."
1: We're going to see a lot of progress. In the policing of online chat, and oh, the interaction take. Yeah. Or I think we're going to see a regression towards more single-player oriented games. Okay, because yeah,
2: people are sick of the to- mm-hmm. toxic toxicity. Toxicity. Yep. In yep. in in online gaming.
0: Not- um, I'm also going to say that this is my last prediction, is that I think we're going to have way more virtual reality representation in gaming 10 years from today. I think that that is the I next think, frontier.
2: I think there will be more augmented reality. Bring on Ready Player
0: One. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, oh, agreed, Samon. VR of war. Yeah. B- b- but think I think VR it'll be
2: augmented war. instead of oh, yeah. VR.
0: Yeah, I think that there will be... A, I, I foresee a nice little mix where you have better ability to understand what is around you if you wanted a fully immersed VR experience.
2: Here's my big prediction for the next decade. All right, hit us. These are the last two consoles that will be produced by Microsoft and Sony that are full-blown run in your
0: Hardware-based.
2: Hardware-based yep. consoles. I these, agree. These yeah, are the I last two. I think the next the next version of console that these two companies put out will just be a box that does nothing but handle the streaming.
0: Yep. Yeah, it'll be a thin client. And it'll be all cloud-based. Yep. I think this has been a, a really fun kind of way to look at uh, at the future. We have so much to look forward to. And you guys can count on Joystick and Mouse to be here. We will be here. Yeah. Every 8 p.m., over here on twitch if you're not following you hit that follow button already so that you can make sure that you follow us uh when we're doing this uh, this thing live again every monday 8 p.m eastern here twitch.tv slash alex i'll be sue um gentlemen i want to say that it has been an honest pleasure doing the show with both of you we have been through a lot over this past year we have two of us being on america's next top podcaster <laughs> from uh, <laughs> me being on that on season one and then diddy going through that season two Uh, and, and, uh, the show going through that whole thing, because there were times where we had to either not have somebody on the show or postpone the show or whatever we had to do. Uh, so that was, that was tough. And, uh, and it's been an honest pleasure doing this. So cheers to you guys. I
2: have enjoyed myself immensely and I am looking forward to sitting down 10 years from now and Listening back. Seeing how our predictions actually worked out. I know. It'd
0: be crazy. (laughs) And thank you to you guys uh, in chat uh, for, for hanging out. Why don't we take a moment? Let's clap it out. Yes everybody in chat let's clap it out here um and if i want to remind you folks that if you um like what you listen to today give us a five-star rating on whatever podcast provider that you are listening to us on like apple podcasts whatever it is five-star ratings help so that we can get the show uh, out there to more people um also if you'd like to contact us you can do so by heading over to joystickandmouse.com all of our contact information is there so uh so so you can find out how to get in touch with me diddy j dimes the show in general it's, uh, it's all right there. Um, look forward to more goodness. Again, every Monday live, twitch.tv slash Alex Alvisu. The, the recorded episodes hit the podcast feed on Wednesdays. So uh, thank you again. And until next time.
2: See you later, folks.
0: Bye. Oh, so, so long, folks. And here's the thing that I have to end the show on. There we go. Wait, this one. up. Oh, there we go. We're professional.
1: If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. (laughs)